Strap it in. This is going to be a fun one. It's time for a bonus pod, bitches. Welcome to the Fat to Fit or Else podcast, where we talk about fitness, food, motivation, and general angry rants from the fat man himself, Stretch Roberts. Me. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. Yeah. Here is your host, Stretch. All right, this is going to be mostly all angry rants. Um, I have not addressed because I've been swamp busy. Weird days. Um, I had a 12-hour workday one day this week and then and still got to the gym. Very proud of myself after 12 hours. I bolted to the gym and I still got in a workout. That was on Wednesday night. And then Thursday is as I record this right now. It is Thursday night. I went to work, had a regular day, got into my regular gym, and now I am home. And I decided I need to do a bonus pod because it is now Friday and I haven't done one, and I have something to talk about, which I've been talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks here on the podcast, and that was my MRI, and boy, what a doozer that was. Let's break it down. So you guys know I had that scheduled for Tuesday, and it's been an effing nightmare. The doctor scheduled it, the place booked it, They asked for my ID and my insurance card sent over to them. I sent it over to them. They go, all right, you're all set. And then, you know, I wait two weeks or whatever it is for the appointment. And then day before the appointment, they call and say, hey, we need uh, to verify your appointment, which they always do. And I go, yeah, I'm confirmed. And they say, we need to collect your uh, payment. And do you have a credit card? I go, sure, here it is. And they go, all right, that'll be $1,200. And I'm like, Beep, back it up. What the F did you just say? And they go, yeah, we don't take your insurance. And I'm like, you maybe could have told me that two weeks ago when I sent it over, and that turned into a whole fiasco. So the insurance finally approved a place, and it got scheduled, but it was a three-week wait. And apparently, I should have known when they when I called the place and they said, yeah, we only do one of those a day. So it's kind of hard to get an appointment. It's going to be three weeks. And I'm like... Oh, okay. Well, that's weird. MRI, it's an MRI place. That's an imaging place. That's what they do, but they only do one of these a day. But apparently it wasn't the MRI that they only do once a day. It was the other procedure that I had before that I had no, no one told me about this. Like I didn't know at all this was going to happen. Another warning I should have had when they said, are you claustrophobic? And I said, uh, no. They said, have you ever had an MRI? And I said, yeah, I've had one before. And they said, okay. And I said, but just so you know, I'm huge. And they go, oh, that's good to know. We'll schedule you for the large machine. Okay. That's good because there's a lot of things that being my size don't work medically. And you know, what's weird. I'm big, but I'm not freakishly large. I don't know what you do if, what if you're like Shaq, you know, seven foot tall, 400 pound dude, what do you do? Like, there's a lot of things you can't do because I'm going to tell you I'm too effing big for MRIs, but we'll get to that in a minute. So I go in and I know they're, they say, you know, we got to get die into the area and so we can then they explain to you and I go, yeah, I've done that before where I went in last time I had an MRI. I went in, I sat down, they gave me an IV and I remember immediately it tasted like the second they put that dye in my, in my veins, it, it tasted like metal. It was like, it was like, Ooh, I could taste it. That's weird. And they're like, yeah, that's common. 
right. I thought that's what I was doing. I thought I was going in. I was going to see a doctor. They were going to put the, you know, the freaking IV in, give me the dye. No, 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 no. That wasn't what was happening. There's a procedure and it's called, I don't, I can't say the name because I'm stupid and I can't remember things, especially big, complicated words that make no sense to me, but it's got a name. And basically what they were doing was injecting the dye directly into the joint. Still, I know that's a needle. I'm not afraid of needles. I'm hell. I give myself shots all the time. It's not an issue to me. And so when I come in, they're like, okay, lay down here on this bed and the doctor will be in in a moment. And then the doctor comes in and there's a whole, there's like a, two assistants and a, and we're waiting on the doctor. And I look over and there's like a little table and that table's got devices on it. And like, it's a thing. It's not like, hey, it's a needle and we're going to give you a shot. It's got a bunch of crap on this little table. Like, you know, you go to the dentist, there's like dental tools. There's that crap on there. And he comes in and he goes, all right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go in through the shoulder. And he goes, wow, you're, you're, you're a really big guy. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And he goes, we're going to go in through the shoulder here and... I got to get down and we're going to run this needle. I'm going to make a, a I'm going to numb your, your chest because they kind of went in more my chest than my shoulders where they went in. And I, I got to numb that. And then I'm going to run this needle all the way down to the actual bone. And we're going to inject the dye straight onto the bone in the joint of your shoulder so that the MRI comes out really clear. Still not alarmed, still fine. And then they, the doctor goes, Oh, wow. And and so they put a weird little, just like if they're doing surgery on you, where they, it's a paper blanket with plastic on one side so fluids don't come through, and then it has a hole in it, and then they put it over, so now my face is covered with that, because this is on my chest, and my face is covered, so I can't really see what they're doing, and I'm sure that's by design, too. They don't want you to, people freak out when they see themselves bleed. And then they make me sign a waiver saying, look, this is all sterile here. All the equipment is sterile. But because we're inserting this into your body, there's a chance you could get an infection and there's a chance of a bleeding. You know, we could hit a vein or artery and and you could bleed really bad. I'm like, okay, I'm fine. Like, you know, I get it. Like, sometimes when I get myself a shot, I'll hit a vein and I'll take the needle out and blood will squirt out of my body from giving myself a shot. So I'm aware that that's that. Okay, this guy now gets me down on the on the thing. He's calling to the assistant, move this here. Move. I don't know what the machine above is doing. I'm guessing it's magnifying everything so he can see what he's doing. And he has to look inside. So it's got to be some type of camera going in the hole. I don't know because I can't see. But... They numb it. They give me like four or five shots around this this on my chest after they shave my chest on that area. And then they draw on me with a Sharpie. And then they uh, run this thing in to the joint. And I feel what's crazy is I feel that the needle or whatever that thing is hit the bone in my shoulder. But before we go in, the guy's like, oh, no, you have too much muscle. There's too much muscle here. I can't get in here. I, I I don't think I can do this. And he's like, this is, 
And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm not Arnold F. And Schwarzenegger. And he's like, yeah, this shoulder's too big. It, it, there's there's too much muscle here, and there's too much this, and we can't get through that to get to get to the bone. And he goes, there's a tiny, tiny possibility I could do it. And then, and they're talking to each other like I can hear you because I'm not asleep. I'm awake. And and I'm like, I don't have too much muscle. I, I'm not that muscly. I'm I'm pretty normal build. I'm more fat than, but the fat's going. Anyway, so the guy's like, all right, you know what? If I can't get this, we're going to have to reschedule you, and we're going to have to come in and cut through your back, and come in through your back will be the only way we can get there. It's another, he goes, it's another technique of doing this, and I'm not trained on that. And this is a doctor. This isn't like a, a technician. This is a doctor. And so he continues to fiddle with me. I finally feel it. And he goes, oh, my God, I should play the lottery tonight. I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> I swear this is really what happened. And I'm like, okay. So he shoots the die in. And then, then they say, all right, you're good. Uh, let's get up. And we're going to take you uh, uh, downstairs into the room where the MRI is. And uh, you're, you're good to go. And I'm like, all right, thanks. So I go into a room, and then someone else comes out and goes, here's a locker. Put your clothing in, into the locker. And then um, the, the, someone, the technician will come out to get you. And the technician comes out. Nice, uh, let's say, around 30-something-year-old uh, man, white man. And he comes out, and he walks out, and he comes into the little waiting room, and he looks at me and goes... Oh, you must be Mr. Roberts. And I'm like, yeah, considering I'm the only person in the room. But I could tell there's a weird look on his face, like disappointment. And he goes, you're really big. And I'm like, is, like, like, is that a fat joke? Like, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, I'm tall. Because I'm not, by the way, I'm, as of now, as of today, 274 pounds. That is big. Don't get me wrong. And I'm still fat. But that's not like, not, I'm not like a huge fat person. And I'm big, but I'm not giant. I, I, I'm, I'm large. So he goes, well, it's a good thing we got you scheduled in the big machine. And then he goes, I don't think you're going to fit. I'm like, well, what the hell? What are you talking about? And then we walk in the room and he's like six or seven like feet ahead of me and he turns the corner and I hear him say to the other technician get ready he's a big boy and I'm like what is happening I'm being fat shamed like what is happening and so I come in and then there's a lady technician in there and she goes oh god as soon as she sees me and then I see the machine and I look at it and I'm like I'm not gonna fit in that and they're like Oh, no, no. You'll be fine. You just can't move. And I'm like, okay. And this is a small hole. And I said, this is the big machine? And they said, yeah, this is the big one. There's a smaller one next door. They go, it would be physically impossible for you to get into that the smaller one. You would not fit. And I said, I'm not going to fit in this one. And they go, no, it's fine. It's fine. Lay down. Don't worry. You're fine. So I lay down. And I literally am wider than the opening. And this isn't fatness at this point. This is my shoulders. My shoulders are about, 
probably about I'm probably about three inches wider than the opening, my shoulders. So they go, all right. Well, we've we've got to make sure. I, I I'm guessing they didn't want my body touching the the machine, the the outside, like my flesh pushing on it. So they take pillows and they shove these pillow things and they start feeding me into it and they're stuffing pillows up along the sides of me all the way up into the machine. There's now pillows shoved in there with me and I literally can't move. Like I cannot move. And they're like, how are you, Mr. Roberts? Are you okay? And I'm like, no, this is fucking tight. And they're like, well, uh, you know, well, is, is it too much? Or are you okay? And I'm like, just go, just get this done. How long is this going to take? They go, oh, you'll only be in there about 20 minutes. And I'm like, 20 minutes? What the F? Now my brain's going crazy. And then they go, oh, wait, we got to put the, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, wait, we got to put the ear protection on you because it's really loud. And I'm like, what? So then they go, here's a panic button. If for any reason you need to get out of there, squeeze this and we'll come and get you out immediately. And I'm like, okay. And then they slap basically earmuffs on me to dampen the noise. And then they shove me in there. And then they keep talking to me and I have earmuffs on. and can hardly hear them. I'm hard of hearing as it is. And they literally have me shoved in this machine. I can't move. And my shoulders are kind of like taco shelling because they're on the sides, but they're folded up. And the fact that I'm already wider than the machine and there's pillows on each side of both of my arms and they run me up into the machine. Well, then the the thing starts and it's, I'm telling you right now, I'm freaking the F out, freaking the F out. Like, I feel like I have this weird, I do have a phobia and I tell my wife, my wife's like, we should get burial plots and we could be buried side by side. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm getting cremated. And she's like, no, you can't. I don't know. She's anti-cremation. And I'm like, no, I'm getting cremated. And she's like, why? And I go, I have this fear of waking up not dead in a coffin and being buried and freaking the F out. That's the feeling I have right now. Only in a coffin, I, I feel like you could move a little bit, maybe kick and maybe, you know, move around. Maybe not me. Maybe I'm too big for a co- in a coffin too. So I am now in this thing and my, my my brain's going crazy. And so I'm in there for what seems like forever. And I'm just like, just this is be, be over. Just bear it, just bear it, just bear it, just bear it. And then all of a sudden they come over and they're like, uh, Mr. Roberts, just letting you know you're doing great. Uh, we're at the halfway point. We've got four more cycles and then we'll get you out of there. I swear to God, I'd been in there 35 minutes at that point. And I'm like, what the, that, when they told me that it freaked me, it freaked me out. I'm like, oh, F this. I can't move the thing. I have a death grip on that little ball to squeeze because that's the only thing I could do is squeeze my hand. I couldn't reach down and push a button because I couldn't move my arm because my elbows are pinned in with pillows. There's another thing that's been happening too. Every so many cycles that the thing takes the picture, the bed moves, I don't know, moves up or down or moves in or out a little. And every time that happened, all of those pillows like, I, I'm guessing it it was screwed. They put me all the way in, and then I'm guessing it was pulling me out because it would pull me out by, like, two or three inches. And every pillow in there would come up two or three inches because they were wedged against the machine because there was no room in there for me, let alone me and all these effing pillows. So they're now all pushing up towards my head. And then after the halfway point, it moved again two more times, and it moved 
and now everything was smashed up around my head. Like I literally was, at this point I started feeling suffocation and I hit that button and I was like, get me the F out of here. This is effing bullshit, get me out. And I started dropping F-bombs and I started letting him fly. And I was not happy. And I came out, finally they get me out. And by the way, the whole time they're pulling me out, all of the pillows, and there was also a weird machine that they had, or, or like a weird pad that was wrapped all the way around my shoulder and had a weight on it, and that was there too. Well, that, as they're pulling me out, was pushing up onto my head and in my face, and the pillows were all now up around my head and my face, and when I got out of there, I start letting the F-bombs fly, and I don't know if you're aware of this or not, I talk loud, and when I'm pissed, I talk really loud, and I'm now letting it fly, going, what the F is this? This is effing bullshit. What kind of torture device is this shit? I don't fit in this effing thing. Why the F would you put me in here? And they're like, oh, it's okay, it's okay, and they're like, calm down, calm down. And I am just going, man. I am on autopilot F-bomb, and I am letting them fly. And I am like, what the F? And they're like, calm down, calm down. I'm like, you fucking calm down. This is bullshit. And they're like, it's okay. And then they're trying to get me to not sit up for whatever reason. They're trying to keep me down in the thing. I don't know if they think I'm going to faint or pass out or anything. I'm not. I'm just mad. Like I was in, I guess I was into fight or flight, and I was. Um, my instinct is to fight. And so I'm... I was fight mode when I came out of there. I was pissed. And they're like, don't worry, we got all of the photos that we need, so you're fine. You went like 15 minutes, so it was 20 minutes, and I lasted 15 before I hit the panic button. And then I'm like, wait a minute, you got all the pictures you needed already? Then why the F was I supposed to be in there for another five minutes? This is effing bullshit. And I'm just on, 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 on. And I, I can see like other, now other technicians are coming in from the other room. And when they would look in and they would see me and they would see how big I am. And it, by the way, I'm now, I'm sitting there, I have no shirt on and I'm in this room and I'm just, just ranting and when people would walk in it's like they see the incredible hulk just came out of the machine they would be like oh god and they would just turn around and walk out no one was coming in to help these two with the big angry psycho man that was furious as he came out of the tube <sighs> and uh uh so lo and behold i get out of the tube and i am now uh i get home and i will give you this i had my phone dinged because you have the patient portal for your doctor or whatever. My phone dinged while I was in the parking lot and they got the, they loaded that crap that fast. And I, I read the report before I even left. Like the report said, I have two tears, but one rotator cuff tear and another tendon tear somewhere in my shoulder as well. No complete tears. And I have a bone spur in my shoulder too. It didn't say if the bone spur is affecting anything or maybe that's where the pain's coming from or any of that. But that is what I've got. So I have not heard from my doctor yet. I imagine I have to go in there and pay another, you know, you got to pay another $250 office visit to a specialist before they can tell you, yeah, you got two tears and we're going to put you in physical therapy. That's what's going to happen. And I'm going to say, suck a big fat one. Here's a new rule too. When I walked out of there, I said, 
that was borderline the worst experience of my life. Like that was the thing nightmares are made of being trapped in that machine, wedged in that freaking hole with all those pillows, not being able to move, then feeling like I'm stuck in a coffin and I'm buried alive. That was a effing nightmare. And this is how my next conversation goes. The next doctor that says, Hey, you need an MRI. Bam. I'm gonna punch him in the dick, punch you right in the dick. And I'm gonna be like, you need to put some ice on your dick. Cause I'm not going in an MRI. I'll never go in one again. And when I did it before, I didn't go in the tube. I laid on a freaking like a, a, you know, bed that I was kind of strapped to and they turned me onto the side. That's why I was strapped to it. And then the machine was smaller and it went around the outside of me. I wasn't in a tube. It was completely chill when I did it before and I had the IV and everything was fine. But I don't know why on the shoulder one, I got to be stuck in a machine that I don't fit in. And then here's the next question. What do really fat people do? What do morbidly obese people do? Because if you were fat, you wouldn't be able to fit in that machine. And it wasn't my stomach, and it and that's where I'm fat is in my stomach, but it was my shoulders. My shoulders aren't fat. I'm wide. I'm big. I'm six foot five, and I'm big. I'm large. So what do they do with football players? And, you know, football players are getting MRIs left and right all the time. Do they get the one where it spins around them? Do they have one that's a double XL somewhere that they put the giant people in? Because if you were in a, you know, big open roomy thing, it wouldn't be a big deal. But the fact that you're wedged in there with all these pillows and you literally cannot move, not at all. I couldn't have reached up and scratched my nose. That's how wedged in I was. I was effed. And I don't know what happens. And and America is fat and America is big. And there's a hell of a lot of people bigger than me. And, And I'm not talking fat. I'm talking bigger than me wider than me? What if you're a bodybuilder? What if you're really muscly? You don't fit in those. What do they do with you? And athletes are the ones that get hurt all the time. They're the ones that really need MRIs all the time. Old people and athletes. I don't think I could go back in one even sedated. I think if they sedated me and I opened my eyes and realized I was in one of those, I'd start freaking out. Like it was, it was an effing nightmare, absolute nightmare. So that was that experience. I haven't got my thing. My plan is I don't really believe in physical therapy. I did it after knee surgeries. I did it for something else they put me in it for. And I'm like, whatever. Really, I'll I'll probably, if they make me go to that, I'll go once. Tell me what to do. And then I'm going to do it on my own at home. Like I've been doing physical therapy all along on this anyways. I have this freaking rubber bands and I know the exercises my uh, general practitioner doctor told me do this and do this. And I started doing that initially, and we were hoping it would get better and not worse, and it's gotten worse and worse. But then again, I've never stopped working out since I heard it, ever. I've not stopped. There hasn't been, I think, three, four days is the longest I've gone without some type of weightlifting since I've injured it. And there's been no rest. And that could be it, too. I could They could just say, six weeks, don't touch a weight, which means I go to the gym and I do legs every day because I'm not stopping. I'm I'm... I'm in the groove right now and I need to stay or just ride the bike, whatever it is, but I'm still going to go to the gym. Even if I, they put this damn thing in a sling and don't move it for six weeks. But, uh, that is the story. And it was absolute hellish, hellish. I tell you, then the next day, my arm was super, super sore. They gave me a 20. When I got home, I was excited. Cause I'm like, cool. 
was 2.30 and I was at home that day. I'm never home that early. And I was like, go ahead and go work out and get in a really great one. And, and the doctor that uh, won the lottery by hitting the bullseye on my shoulder with the needle said, no, any type of, he goes, no exercise on that arm at all for 24 hours. He goes, I don't even want you lifting up a bag of groceries. Just go home and rest. It's going to be sore tomorrow. And it was. It was sore, but like muscle sore. It had felt like I'd really worked out. Um, And it was more like my, but it's more my chest area where that is. And I still have the graffiti on my chest where they drew on me with that Sharpie. I can't get it off. I've scrubbed the hell out of it in the shower too, and that's still there. So I think I got tagged by a doctor. I got like smart guy tags on my, on my chest right now. What a nightmare. Nightmare, nightmare. Um... Uh, here is something else. Um, shout out to the mean spiral lady who's being not so mean right now. Love the mean spiral lady. She even uh, hooked it up that I introduced her to a, a friend of Duke's who's like a semi-famous actor. And she uh, is hooking up with him now. So they might do some stuff on social media with the spiral wave maxes too. And uh, this, what's funny is... This dude saw the all black Wave Maxes and was like, those are badass shoes. Like, how do I get those? And he's like, dude, it's funny you should say that. My dad does a thing with them, and he knows those people, and uh, I'll ask him. And so they're going to, the Mean Spiral Lady uh, hooked him up. So very, very cool. I'll let you know when that all goes down. But but that's happening. So she she's on my nice list right now. Even though I thought last time she was sabotaging me, sending me the different size shoe, trying to mess with me. But she's not. That wasn't her fault. Apparently, that was a shipping error from the uh, factory that, 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 that I – and she said, you know what? She goes, that happens sometimes. Like, technically, when they pack orders, no matter what – even if your shoes go into, uh, let's say, Foot Locker, they've got to open them up. And, and if it says, you know, size 13 on the outside, they got to look inside and make sure that it's size 13 because it's from the factory. It's not like someone – put them on display and moved them because they literally come out of the box like that. Sometimes they're just like, oh, we don't have any more boxes for uh, size 10s. Let's just sh- shove them in that 13 box and ship them. So that that apparently happens. Ah, boy. But uh, uh, so shout out to her. Don't forget, too, if you want the Wave Maxes, you want to look at them, it is spira.com and the code is FIT10. And that'll get you a 10% discount on that. Um, this coming weekend, not uh, tomorrow, but next Saturday, I will be back to broadcasting on Big 49 Radio, and you can find me there, big49radio.com. Uh, the Supercross is coming back to Anaheim once again, and I will be there. Now, here's one more thing. I know there are uh, peeps listening to the podcast right now in Denver. There's a remote possibility that I will be coming with Big 49 and the Supercross to Denver in May. That, that That's not concrete, but that's definitely in development, and we may be there in May uh, when the Supercross comes to town. So I might be in Denver uh, doing an event too, like, like doing a Big 49 event in the parking lot at the Supercross there at Mile High Stadium. So very cool. I don't think it's called Mile High Stadium anymore. I think they changed the name of it, but... And it's, that's the stadium where the Broncos play. That's where they will put the uh, Supercross in Denver. So that that is uh, definitely uh, coming up, too. There's a lot going on with that. So and I, and I love the Supercross, and I love Big 49, and it is a great radio station if you like rock and roll. If you like rock and roll and motocross, it's right up your alley because that's all they do. And 
you'll still hear me on there all the time. All of the production is my voice doing something stupid or saying something stupid. But um, those are my homies, and we are going to be out in Anaheim here um, next weekend. This weekend, the last weekend, they were in San Francisco, and it poured rain, and they had the god-awful mud race. And it looks like in San Diego this weekend, they're going to have another mud race. So those are fun to watch to some degree, but it's not much racing going on. Like, seriously, they're riding race motorcycles around a track so slow because they're sinking in the mud and the tires are spinning and they're just trying not to fall over that I'm not kidding. They can run faster around that track than they could ride the motorcycles. So it's not that great to watch. There's a lot of crashes, but they're not high speed, big wipeouts, but dudes do go off the track sometimes and literally fall into standing water and disappear underwater when they fall. It's kind of weird, but San Diego is going to be like that this weekend. And San Francisco was like that last weekend and hopefully it stops raining for not this weekend but next weekend when they come back to anaheim because that would suck to be out in anaheim i'll be out there all day in the parking lot of anaheim stadium right where the big angel helmets are i will will be right there we'll have the big 4910 up so if you're into the supercross or you're heading out there come by and say hello um god what else do i have going on i've been just fired up on the damn mr the mr i never I was so excited to get this done because I just, I want to move forward and get my shoulder better that I literally was like, whoa, I never saw this coming. I never saw the nightmare coming. I I did not know I was having a minor medical procedure to start the thing. And then I damn sure didn't think that it was going to be a torture chamber of shoving me into a tiny tube to see how much crap I could take. And then then the fact that you're in there just going, you're like, what the F is going on? The world's going to end. You know, I started thinking too, when I'm in there trying to not think about bad things, I started thinking, what if we had an earthquake right now? And I got stuck in here. I'd be, I couldn't get out. Like I couldn't move to get out. You think, oh, I could crawl out because, but you couldn't, I couldn't inchworm out of there, especially with all the pillows shoved in there with me. I couldn't even, I, I would just sit in there until I died. Oh God, I'm telling you, it is absolutely the things of nightmares. It really, really is. Physical violence comes to the next person that suggests I get an MRI. I'll be like, no, tell you what we do. We amputate. We just chop it off. That's what we do. We fix it that way. We just chop it off. I am getting now, you know how technology is getting where you say things around, I don't know, that tramp, uh, her name is A-L-E-X-A, because she's right next to me right now. If I say her name, she's going to turn on, or even your phone, and they, you say something, and then it starts popping up. I am getting bombarded advertisements right now for some soft tissue therapy for shoulder injuries and also stem cells for injury, for soft tissue injuries. Now, I can't afford the stem cells or I would have already gone to Tijuana. If you have cash, heads up, highly recommend. I have heard over and over there is a world-class um, stem cell center in Tijuana, Mexico, and they put it there for a reason. It's an American company that can't operate in America because stem cell stuff is illegal in America, which is stupid, and that needs to be fixed. But right now it is illegal, and we need to get that here. But right now it's in Mexico. Not that I could afford it if it was here anyways, but it's in Mexico, and people just drive down to Tijuana 
and have stem cell therapy and then come back up because before you had to fly to like Germany to get it done. But uh, yeah, this is in Tijuana and it is amazing. I'm getting all kinds of advertisements from this place lately as I talk about this all the time. So my phone, my uh, Alexa, my something that she just turned on, everyone is listening to everything I say. So that was pretty. Also, it probably tracks your movements and it knows I've been at a sports medicine doctor. It knows I've been at an MRI place. They're, they know there's something wrong with me. But uh, I would recommend that if you could afford it. Now, the the other stuff I don't know about. Soft wave therapy, I think they call it. I know the red light therapy did not work. I bought that red, red light uh, wand and it did not do anything. And I was using that, using that, and that didn't do anything. The rubber band stuff. Uh, you know where it's weird? If it hurts and I get the, the rubber bands out and I start doing the exercises, it will feel better. It will stop. It feels good to pull on it with those rubber bands. It, it It's like a, it's like stretching it. And it feels, it feels always better after I do that, 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 that is true, but it doesn't make it feel better long-term. It, it'll basically stop hurting when I do that. So I don't know what I got to do, but I will keep you guys posted. Uh, the other thing was uh, the big news. I got onto the scale yesterday morning when I got up and I run to the bathroom and I jump on the scale first thing every day. And I finally, with the caloric deficit, have hit the 20-pound mark of fat loss. And I tell you, just ask my doctors, I'm super buff now and have tons of muscle. I'm also on testosterone. So all that muscle I'm building and more muscles coming, I'm building, building, that muscle is uh, on there. So I know I've gained muscle. Like I can just look and see I've gained muscle. I'm getting veiny and muscles and it's weird. But I'm now down 20 pounds from where I started, which is a lot, which probably means I'm down. I bet you I'm down 15 pounds, I'll bet you, maybe 13 pounds uh, of fat because I've, I've gained some. There's definitely... Weight gain and muscle. I know that for a fact. But And I'm holding water like a mofo with some of the stuff I'm taking. But uh, good news. I was very stoked. Did 20 pounds, it's like, you know, it's like a milestone. You hit that, you're like, cool, 20 is awesome. Uh, my, I still think my end goal is like 235. But I'm not going to really be stressing it once I hit 250. It's I'm gonna go moderate low key maintenance really. I'll I'll lose the 250. So I've got 24 pounds to lose before I'm I'm kind of at my goal weight. I, I 250 pounds sounds like a lot, but remember I'm really big and at 250 pounds I'm very lean. I'm not fat. You don't look at me at 250 pounds and be like, look at that big fat ass right there. You could look at me right now and still say that. I I, I would take that. But you don't see it at 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 two fifty. I'm I'm pretty lean, so I I don't two thirty five. I'm really lean. I don't think I want to be that lean, but we'll see. I'm just gonna have to wait out. Once I hit two fifty, because I'm really I want to be healthy, but more than anything. But I also I'm more about a look than I am about a number. Like if I could hit you know two twenty and look anorexic that's not a look i want i I don't want to look like that oh my god speaking of that in the gym today everyone was there the gym was packed on thursday night 
busiest night uh, of the new year was just last night, and everyone was in there. All of the characters were there. I saw I, it was people watching Bonanza, and I was at my regular gym. I, I've been all week making guest appearances in Encino because work was throwing me curveballs, but uh, I got to go get back to my regular gym and, and just have a regular day in the office on Thursday. And the the uh, the muscle Arnold Schwarzenegger flexor was there, and he was working out in the mirror and staring at himself. And then even he now notices me, and 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 like has a competitive thing with me. It was weird. He came over, looked at me, because he's fle- he, here's what's weird. He's flexing and thinks I look better than everybody in here. Then he sees me and goes, "That dude's bigger than me. That guy's big." And so now he's eyeing me up and he comes over by me and he sees what I'm doing and then he does the same lift I'm doing next to me but with more weight. And then what's weird is it was all I could do not to say is, hey, dude, you're trying to be competitive with a dude that's almost 60 years old and has a blown rotator cuff. (laughs) Not a good look for you (laughs) because it isn't. He's probably 30. And also, by the way, a dude that's, pushing 60 and has way more hair than he does this kid's going bald fast and that happens when you take steroids you lose your hair your hair falls out you go bald so he's on something that dude's losing hair rapidly but he is in love with himself and very egomaniacal but he was in there saw the angry angry lesbians that want to fight you thinking you're trying to pick up on their uh butch looking girlfriend that work out will only work out side by side on and only do treadmills they were in there tonight, and the one got a mohawk now. It was a mohawk lesbian. You were super tough and butch. I was like, wow. Hey, and here's the thing. Serious question here. If you are a uh, woman who, I'm, well, lesbians I know are, are women, but but if you were a girl that identified as a man, if you just said I'm a dude or, or I'm not a she, like your pronouns, if your pronouns were they or he, would it be okay for me to punch you in the face? Like, if you started a fight with me? Like, I obviously wouldn't go up and pick a fight with a woman. But, like, if she got attitude, because I'm not kidding. I thought one time the woman was going to punch me. Like, she walked up, sit down next to me, and then looked at me and started mad-dogging me like I was trying to hit on her her very unattractive lesbian girlfriend. Like, I didn't know she was a lesbian. It's like, you know, you're you're clear. You could You could be more clear that you're a lesbian unless you had it tattooed on your forehead. I'm a lesbian because that's what you are and your girlfriend is and more power to you. But don't mad dog people and want to fight dudes. Like, this chick's got attitude, like bad attitude. So I'm wondering, like, if, if like, would that be okay? Because you can't, you can never hit a girl. I'm aware of that. But, but like, uh, what if it's a girl that wants to be a dude or says she's a dude or doesn't claim she's a girl and she punches you? Could you punch her back? Serious question. I need answers to that. Somebody let me know. I don't know. One day I might have to fight a lesbian or four in the gym. Oh, man. It's like a, a big brawl. That was crazy. They're tough in there, too. Angry, butch-looking, you know, ring in the nose, freaking tattoos all over, mohawk. One has blue hair. They're mad. And they got, they got weird cat-eye-looking makeup on. They're nasty. Those are some scrappy-looking lesbians. They'll stare at you. What the f you looking at, punk? What? What? I swear to God, the one flinched at me one time like she was going to punch me. I was like, what the hell? I laughed, but I'm like, that'd be a really bad move for you. But anyway, I, what do I know? 
I'm just a fat guy that doesn't fit in an MRI machine. Freaking A. Gets mocked by doctors. Oh, crap. We got a big one. Oh, man. And I walk in. I felt like a, it was like a freaking episode of Family Guy, and I was Peter Griffin. That's what it felt like going in there. Boy, what a good, good time. All right, I got to get out of here. I didn't talk much about fitness. Uh, I haven't done a challenge this week. I'm If I was doing it, it was a weight loss one, and I kicked its ass because I'm down at the all-time low since I started this. So whatever it was, we don't got to worry about it. I got to come up with one for next week, and we'll do one next week and get a new challenge going as well. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. It is going to rain all weekend. Be careful. People can't drive. Uh, no, I know of a couple of people here uh, in the last week who have been hit by drunk drivers right here in Los Angeles. One of them seriously injured and is in the hospital and has been in since he had an accident. And another one uh, was in the hospital but is now home, but just hit by drunk drivers. So please be careful out there. Pay attention all the time. It is raining. People in California can't drive because they're stupid. Uh, If you're into working out this weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, L.A. uh, Convention Center is the Fit Expo. I know tickets are 35 bucks, and it's all kinds of fitness stuff, and they sell stuff. It's supposed to be really cool. My only thing is I don't have anyone to go with, and it's 35 bucks, like, like, do I want to pay 35 bucks to walk around and look at a bunch of booths? I'm into fitness, and and, and it'll be cool, but... I don't know. Maybe you are, and if it interests you, go check out Fit Expo uh, this this weekend, starting starting today at the LA Convention Center. If I do go, I will go on Saturday or Sunday and check it out, but I'm kind of doubting it as I will drive down there by myself in the rain. And people can't drive, but we'll see. I'm angry. I'm so fired up and angry. I'm going to go fight a doctor. Freaking punch my doctor in the dick. Hey, you can get an MRI. Mr. Robert, gotta get down. Get a big MRI. I got a big machine for you. Gonna fit right in there. Fold you up like a taco and shove you in there with a bunch of pillows. You'll be fine. <laughs> Jackass. All right, I'll talk to you guys uh, on Monday for a new show, for a new week. Have a great weekend. Thank you for being a part of Fat to Fit or Else. And I will talk to you then. <laughs>